If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hello and welcome to episode 625 of the League House Podcast. I am your host, Nick Cooper. Joining me is Aiden Rockards. <laughs> How's it Stop going? It. Colton Sweat. <laughs> I'd prefer if you did like a four second pause between my first and last name. And Chris Puner. He's back. The boy's back. Hey, I'm back again. It's it's hard to tell if I invited myself or I was invited at this point in time, but does it really both, matter? Yeah. Which is exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Happy to be here. Thank you. Cool. Uh, hey, on this episode, we've got uh, some um, lead cast news, a tiny little bit of new news, um, and then we're going to jump straight into the guaranteed clause. We've got some stuff there that's going to be pretty fun. A little bit of competitive league roundtable and mail fight. Eden, how was your week? Mike was good. Uh, very little League of Legends, but that always makes it better, right? Especially mm-hmm. on the League podcast. Uh, I've been, I have been playing a lot of other games, though. I finished Tiny Tina's Wonderland today, actually, on Ooh. my lunch. <laughs> How was that? Uh, uh, it was great. It was Looter shooters are just fun, man. Like, they're just brainless fun. <laughs> Especially when you don't pay for them from, I guess, like, oh. paid for a PS Plus or whatever. Oh, but, yeah. Like, uh, like but, uh, it's free because I paid for it. 20 20 months ago something like that whatever uh-huh. like so, <laughs> boy math yeah. uh, other than that though just a little bit of league of legends you know arams with kennedy and a couple of you uh had some fun playing some games with some other friends for league um uh, but just pretty casual play uh still no ranked i'm still play uh no ranked in solidarity uh and i've been feeling good i feel like uh, i'm a healthier person because of it <laughs> played a couple normal games too which is fun i know at least had, fun too you had the least amount of fun until the game was over oh my dude, I, had, I had some rough games that is the one issue with me playing like less league is that the games where i want to win and i'm doing poorly myself feel worse because it feels preventable if i was like actually playing yeah. like properly <laughs> um but other than that I've, I've been good uh nothing too too much to update uh what about you colton um yeah so i at the beginning of the week i was playing about the same amount of ranked uh ended up having like a pretty bad day of games kind of two days in a row um and ended up falling down to d1 i'm like d130 or so points mm. i think uh so taking a little break from league of legends um, you know, now that I don't have to to play on the master tier time clock, uh, have a little bit more room to to take a break there. Um, have been playing so very very much of uh, the set three point five TFT revival, hmm. uh, which was like set three and three point five was the first TFT set I like took really seriously and learned and got like master tier for the first time. Um, so it's just like such a fucking hit of nostalgia and it's been a lot of fun played a bunch of those with chris 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, I finally switched over to my new computer, got Windows installed, am uh, getting all of my programs in order and installing a ton of Steam games. Uh, that was basically like last night. I just set like 20 big games to install overnight. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's about it for my week. Nick, what you have been up to? Uh, not a lot of league as well. Still busy season for me, so not too many too many games in general. Uh, I've played a decent amount of Power World, um, which has been yeah. pretty fun. Pretty fun. I'm sure we'll hear uh about that from Chris as well. Um, surprisingly good for for what it is. I would say. Uh, I think there's very low expectations. Um, so it's it's working out well. Well, well, hang on a second. <laughs> what Ooh, okay. what what is it? What is it that uh, that it, it is good for what it is? <laughs> well, I think like I don't know. It, it kind of seems like a like a low budget, like kind of a cash grab. I would say. Yeah, that's fair. In sort of a sense. Yeah. Um. So the fact that it's like I don't know, pretty good is nice. I respect the main dev so much. He's just so like blatant and everything he does yeah obviously he's a pokemon clone i'm sure you've seen the interviews of like Mm -hmm. uh he had an interview where he's like uh he he went to some big nintendo like uh conference game makers type thing and it was talking about how like nintendo devs like they they try so hard to like make a unique experience in every game they do and they all have to be like this their their own product uh and he said at that point he realized that he does not care for that at all <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's so and funny hey, yeah. since that all of their all of his games are uh like not clones like they all are like he has a slay the spire similar game mm-hmm. he has a open world minecraft breath the wild type game he has now a pokemon open world type game uh his their next game is a uh hollow knight type looking game <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's one of those things where like i mean it's it's cool that he's like super honest about it um you can have a different conversation about is that a cool thing to do in general in the games industry but the reality is is if these companies if if a company makes a cool thing and more people and a lot of people want more of that cool thing and the company doesn't want to make it or is too slow to make it there is opportunity <laughs> yeah i mean i we were talking about this before the show a little bit but I, like i i do think an official nintendo you know, whatever you want to call this game, like would be one of the more successful games of all time. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I you know, t- to be honest, I don't know if we want to have a full conversation about Power World now because, <laughs> oh my gosh. But I mean, like the, the parts about that game that are good are good in the other games that it draws inspiration from, right? Like there's, yeah. there's so much Breath in the Wild inspiration from there and the open world is similar to that. And like Scarlet and Violet looks half as good as Breath of the mm-hmm. Wild did and Breath of the Wild was a release game for the switch yeah. it's yeah. you know there's a lot there's a lot of conversations to have about that that uh, <laughs> i'll refrain from but it's a cool game yeah i agree it's uh it's, it's been pretty fun so far um but i think that's about it for me chris why don't you tell us what you've been up to since since last you were you were here yeah uh so i've been playing a, a fair amount of league i've slowed down and ranked a little bit because bronze is really difficult um Mm -hmm. bronze is really really difficult i find it much more difficult than when i queue with with y'all and that mmr is like around gold players i'm like oh man gold players make sense i can play here and then i go and i play bronze i'm like (laughs) what is going on why is this happening to me where's my support going (laughs) yeah there's a little bit of like i like it's easier to play against higher people because you you're in that mindset right yeah you're thinking the same way that they are so it's easy to 
combat that. But then you have like, fuck it. I'm playing Teemo Jungle. I don't give a fuck. I, that's what I pick every single game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, been... It is really wild. Like, especially in like game like League, right? Where it's like a lot of limited information. And so you're you're trying to parse all of this and like understand, right? Like what is the logical choice for them to make here? And depending on the opponent, you're just going to get like the fucking wrong outcome. I know we played Clash, which we might talk about a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, Rack Games. I did not play Clash on an alt account. That wasn't <laughs> my main. I would never do that. Um, no, but no, now no. that the Riot Games people aren't listening, um, I at one point um, used my ultimate on Kindred to deny the Cho'Gath chomp, which was going to deal more damage than my smite. But then he just didn't chomp it and then waited until my ult was down. <laughs> and then you I was like, okay, to... well, I guess I, I should have just let it go to like 1300 and smited it. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Clash has been incredible. Um, I actually prefer the Clash experience over solo and duo queue. Um just because I suppose that like I, I trust that the people like you with make make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I, again, I don't know how much we want to talk about it, like Colton said, but uh, Clash I mean, was I think we can dive in a little fun. bit. I, I think generally like anyone who approaches games in like a pretty competitive way and like wants to get good at them. Right, like the the more structured that environment is, and the more on the same page you are, it's it's going to be more fun, um, and, and that's a lot of times I think like one of the detrimental factors of solo queue is that very often somebody will like give up, stop trying, um, or, or not be maybe taking it super seriously, and it it really impedes the amount of fun you can have, um, and like I don't know, we we've played a ton of tournaments together like nick aiden and i mm-hmm. over the years with various other people and it's just like a, a blast probably the most fun i've had playing league is playing on like actually competitive teams trying your best and and like it's a, it's a different facet of the game you don't often get to experience yeah i haven't had as much experience playing uh in a a structured competitive setting with friends it's always just been fun games and then like if we do a ranked one it's always going to be a solo or a duo queue and so this has been this has been great um so i'm looking forward to more clash in the future yeah that that team environment is is awesome um and i think clash you know when you don't have a lot of smurfing uh does it a, a good job of um matchmaking like pretty decently as well yeah yeah uh, but aside from league pal world and i've been uh, getting into enshrouded as well um, which is another one of those very similar to pal world but it's uh, voxel based okay. folk it's a fantasy setting and much more about your individual character than uh creatures that you capture nice so, it's cool. awesome it is really cool i'm i'm excited to dig more into it but that's it for me sweet I guess we'll get on with the show. Aiden, do we have any leadcast news? No leadcast news. Uh, Trivia is still coming. Uh, I just haven't done any more work on it, but it will eventually come. I've been busy. <laughs> um, that being said, I, I did want to shout out community games again. I've been doing them every other week. I'm trying to get them back up every week, but I've been busy. Um, so, if Chris, for you, you actually don't know. So I do community games, but to balance the games more, I do something called uh, Aiden's Wheel of Fun. 
uh, where there's a random rule for every community game. So I spin this wheel that has like 70 random game rules that I've come up with over the last couple months. Uh, and that's the rule for the game. And it can be anything from like, you have to play characters who would be good in a customer service environment uh you can only play junglers you can only uh <laughs> top laner has to play 80 carry the 80 carry has to play support the support has to play mids the mids has to play junglers oh my gosh like right so what it's was... like fun stuff like that so uh <laughs> sorry what were you gonna say uh, nick what was the one that you did the other day it was i think it was the <laughs> second one that you did yeah i was gonna shout out the two that i had uh, this past mm-hmm. week so the first one i did was called incompetence level seven uh which is you have to play characters that you have zero mastery on i've done that one before <laughs> yeah it's, it's yeah, great because like it's just 10 people who have never played their character and everyone's trying to <laughs> read their abilities yeah. while they're playing uh that was a lot of fun and then we did a new one uh which is called nick's wet dream uh which was uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> it's bl- it's a blind pick but before blind pick each team bans three items uh that no oh one the that is not uh, a dream so the game <laughs> what we did was uh our team banned uh chaotic uh canic rookern which is the magic yeah. resist tank item the enemy team banned control wards uh <laughs> we banned force of nature they banned shadow flame because they realized hey they're just gonna play fucking uh mages uh we banned hollow radiance as the ap sunfire the magic uh resist sunfire item and then they banned malignance it was so much fun dude <laughs> what a awesome. fucking blast that's we awesome played, like heavy ap because we banned all the good uh, t- tank MR items. It was, it was so funny. I, c- I feel Control like wars. <laughs> a really funny option when they realized you guys were going to go all AP is if they just banned the needlessly large rod component. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, that would have been you. sick. You want death cap? Save up 3,600 I mean, gold. Honestly, even better than that. Like, if so, in that scenario, if I had banned like uh, just the, the 400 gold book, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Or, would you be able to yeah. build the components since that is made of it? So the way we did it was you had to build, you had to ban final items. But like, once again, it's like, oh, who, okay, who okay, cares? Okay. Like if they pitched me something yeah. fun, like I, I was like, we were deciding control words were allowed and it's like, fuck it. It'll make it more fun. So who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, right. that sounds like, awful. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the name <laughs> of the game. Like we'll do shit. Like, um, you have to play futuristic characters versus like animal characters and like, <laughs> we'll let skins count. Cause like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's the whole point of this is like to create a fun environment where people aren't just playing their best things and being as sweaty mm-hmm. as possible. It's like, and you know, level great. things out. Out. yeah because like I, there it, it's it's not fun being on the end of like i'm a bronze player playing against a diamond player mm-hmm. and it's also not fun like being the only diamond player on a team and just like permanently having four people in your lane because they know that yeah, yeah. i mean like one of the best most rewarding things was this past week we did the incompetence level seven one and someone on our team tried kenan for the first time he played kenan support and then like later that evening he posted a game of him playing like uh kenan in like just a normal game with some friends he's like oh, i i really enjoyed it popped this off right <laughs> yeah and i was like that's so fucking cool that like people will experiment and try and have fun um but i'm excited so hopefully i'll do more of those in the awesome weeks. sweet um let's jump into the news then Great. Um, so the, there's not a ton of news this week. Uh, one big thing that I want to touch on, uh, it's more competitive league news than anything, but uh, with the Riot layoffs, Riot has also announced that they are um, no longer putting resources towards their Twitch rival called Ren, which is the Riot Esports Network. Um, this was never officially announced. It was kind of hinted at by John Needham a couple like sometime last year where he said that they're building towards like the future of esports, um, and they're building in more monetization options for teams. Uh, what this was going to be was going to be a mobile app and web browser player where you can watch all your favorite league of legends, Valorant, whatever 
content, all your favorite Riot Games content, if you will. Uh, and it eventually was going to have options for obviously monetization for teams. So maybe you're watching a team play and they're playing Ari and they're using the um, SKT Ari skin. And then, hey, now you get an advertisement to buy this Ari skin on sale. Like it, it was going to have monetization options like that for teams. Um, it was hopefully going to increase league viewership because maybe they could have this in client. Um, well, they've completely mm-hmm. shut this down. Um, it's a little disappointing. Um, I think the more disappointing part is the fact that being a League of Legends esports team, or I guess Valorant esports team, uh, anyone in the right ecosphere, there's no real way for your team to make money, uh, like at all. Yeah. And I'm wondering how discussions like that are going right now because this seems like teams should be pissed because uh, this was going to be a new monetization option for them and now mm. it's gone <laughs> i don't know it's not yeah. looking good man that's not a good thing <laughs> yeah that sucks that's that's really tough i i almost i do wonder if it had any chance of succeeding just because of the stranglehold that i feel like twitch has on like online gaming streaming at yeah. least in english-speaking countries i mean it could it could it's like just could have compiled stuff right it doesn't have to like take away from it right but it like funnels everyone back into like their own ecosystem or like maybe you have a riot broadcast exclusive to it, but you still can have like league of legends streamers who are streaming through Twitch and YouTube and stuff like featured on it. I, I have no idea yeah, how it would work, fair. but like, once again, having all of this traffic in one area sounded like a, probably a good future for league, but yeah, um, it could have been really cool. I think, you know, not only for the teams themselves, I think for riot and like their esports division, it probably would have been more profitable to get streams on your own network than to like, be getting a, a revenue share streaming it on like youtube or twitch um it seems yeah kind of weird I, I guess just the it wasn't looking good for them to to keep it going i'm you know the only thing this is missing from being like a riot games classic is that like i 10 months ago some random independent person didn't already create this and then they cease and desist it. <laughs> yeah I mean, then it would have been funny. a riot special. <laughs> it's funny that you say that, Colton, because it's built <laughs> off of um, uh, a company that they acquired in 2021 called Kanga, which is the That's other Riot game actually. classic. Is uh, someone cool? Is someone is doing something really, really cool? Riot then acquires them and then does nothing with it. <laughs> like that, <that's, laughs> I remember, like from like 2011, you could probably find videos on YouTube still. Uh, League of Fighters, which was a League of Legends fighting game that these people made. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember, I remember that. It's like it was 2D sprites, really, really cool. Riot acquired them in like 2012, uh, and then nothing came of it. And I know Project <laughs> L is coming out next year, but that's that's completely unrelated. It has no relation at all to that thing they acquired 12 years ago. <laughs> like, I don't wow. know. <laughs> I, you know, I, I think we're just not used to 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 such brand related aggression here but if you look at like other ips in other countries and i'm gonna speak from experience uh here it's like like pokemon's like grip on their ip is legendary in the same way like they don't want people emulating stuff they will like they will cease and desist you if you're streaming something on one of their official systems Mm -hmm. even if you own the game all sorts of different stuff like that so like i guess from my perspective this isn't too weird it's just not (laughs) smart for them to not do anything with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if, if we knew it was for brand control, right. And quality control, that'd be one thing, but it doesn't seem like it. Like it seems like they're willing to do all sorts of different things. Valorant is a testament to that. Like yeah. they made a shooter, like these guys who took Dota and made it into like, they made Dota again. Like they also like, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I 
it's kind of yeah. disappointing because Riot makes good quality polished products when they do. God. Thinking, mm-hmm. thinking about what they've done to like so many creators who are like doing a service or like creating a thing that the, the community wants, but the Riot won't make themselves how they've like stopped it. It's so wild thinking about that through the lens of that's literally what League of Legends is. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's just like yeah. community members taking a thing that exists, making it better, and then people really liking it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's literally like how the company was built. It's wild that they do that. But we, yeah. we know that um, as much as Riot is, you know, a, a large corporation, for whatever reason, they don't seem to want infinite money um you know a lot of there's a there's a lot of merchandising (laughs) options and ways they could make infinite money that they just don't do anything with i mean yeah the classic one we talk about all the time is the fact that they just started adding posters to their store which is just a picture of the splash arts they made but they don't even offer all of them they just offer random yep (laughs) and like it took them them like eight years to do that and they can print on demand and they could sell them for like an obscene markup, right? Like they could sell those posters for $20 that cost 19 cents to print, only print it once it's ordered, right? Like in money, and they already like, have the asset, like they already have the, the, already the picture. Have yeah. They don't have to do anything more. Yeah. Yeah. It's and weird. you know what you want to, you want to make even more money? include like a little a little code on it, right? Like every poster on the back of it comes with a code for like 100 RP. People are gonna yeah. buy them. <laughs> it's all right. No, I think don't I, I don't think we want to do that. Actually, <laughs> yeah. uh, cool. We'd cool. rather ask why esports is uh, having sponsors pull out. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of, maybe we should talk about <laughs> LCS before competitively before we go on to Gafaz because I feel like that's a good segue. Yeah, yeah. I can jump into it. Um, LCS, LEC, LCK, LPL are all back. Um, I've been watching a good amount of the games. They're pretty fun. Uh, LCS is fun because it's live patch all the time. Um, anything there before I jump into the TSM thing? That's like the only like actual bit. Of I games. have been watching Dom's videos uh, <laughs> and they have been so fucking funny recently. Uh, there's a team. What is it? Ultra Prime in oh, yeah. LPL. That's won zero games so far. Likely will win zero games in its entirety, uh, the entirety <laughs> of the season. Uh, but because of... <laughs> Because of the prevalence of AD carries and how strong they are, right? They uh, decided to... Um, they drafted the Dream Team? They did. They did draft the Dream Team. Uh, picked Ramis Yumi bot lane. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> hey, it turns out that's not good. That's not a good lane. Mm. Oh, I, I thought they were going to go the other angle Dream Team. Not we're going to oh, counter no. AD carries. I thought it was going to be the, the solo key special where you get like... Vane top, Trist mid, Kindred jungle, and Senna Caitlyn bottom. No, because that would make sense, right? If AD carries are strong to to mm-hmm. go ahead and use AD carries. No, they uh they went the other way. Um and yeah, but imagine uh, if hey, they were right. able to pick two Ramesses bot lane. That so, <laughs> so let me get it straight. They identified a strength and then didn't use it. Yeah, so no, no, they yeah, identified they a strength and then it. said, oh, okay, great. Like, we'll come up with a counter for it. There's going to be double AD carry in the bot lane. 
perfect. Yep, Ram but, is good against eighty carries. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like for for sure, I get that. I get the unga bunga logic there, right? Of one <laughs> leads to two. Uh-uh. But at the same time, like if eighty carries are that good, you don't think people in bronze, me speaking from experience, they wouldn't have discovered that this worked or something? Like, I don't know. This is this no. is like what I've been thinking about a lot lately. Is that high level people when they think too much end up thinking like bronze players? That's so funny, actually. Um, I, we no, literally saw that in LCS this past week where like uh, Shopify Rebellion, old TSM, uh, picked Scion mid first because uh, you can build like the mage tank items yeah. and they're really, really good versus mages. Uh, so they first picked Scion and then Cloud9 picked Vayne into it, which hmm. makes sense, right? That's not a mage. He can't build the mage. But then he just built Frozenheart, <laughs> which is the same thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Whoops. It's like, it's like you got step one there. Like I see the the progression of your thoughts but step two just didn't make it <laughs> yeah so they know. they picked it into uh Varus ash bot lane um went down 30 cs lost the full turret uh including all the plates at eight and a half minutes and the game was just over <laughs> yeah so yikes it's, it's been it's been fun we've been having a good time in competitive league um but yeah let's talk about something that's not as fun yeah, I mean, I just want to briefly touch on it, mostly because I have a, a side for it. But uh, the social media manager from TSM uh, has been let go. Uh, and then he on his way out, he mentioned, hey, TSM is down to nine staff members, <laughs> which is interesting. So they still have a bunch of teams signed, right? So and I, I think this is going somewhere. I don't want to like dive super deep into it because we kind of touched on it a couple weeks ago. So TSM is not in LCS anymore, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, they are in, I think they still have a Valorant roster for like tier two. Um, they, as of last week though, signed a Rocket League roster. Um, and there's lots of discussion of like, hey, if TSM has nine staff, like are they fully exiting esports? But now they're signing teams. That doesn't make sense. And I don't want to fully go into it, but we know that there's going to be the uh, eSports World Cup in Saudi Arabia because uh, yeah. Saudi Arabia is uh, sports washing eSports now. Um, and the new thing that's coming out of that is not only are they putting a shitload of money up and kind of forcing, not forcing, obviously you have the choice of participating or not, forcing in the sense that it's a $50 million prize pool, mm-hmm. uh, forcing teams to participate because it's a shitload of money. Um, but now they are apparently paying teams like big orgs that they want to participate to sign teams to participate oh so that's what we're probably going to see start seeing and i think i just wanted to like bring it up because i think it's relevant in the fact that why the fuck is this tsm who is a shambling corpse of what they used to be signing a rocket league roster when they have nine staff at their company it's probably because this saudi arabia world cup is going to have a rocket league tournament in it and they probably see tsm as a large brand and they're paying tsm to make a roster to participate i just want to i I just think it's like worth saying because same thing with eg eg is also another org that's a shambling corpse of what they used to be but hey guess what they just re-signed an entire valorant roster Mm -hmm. like they won valorant worlds let go of their entire roster because they let go they exited from league of legends let go of their um entire valorant roster after winning worlds um and then they re-signed a valorant roster it's probably because they're being paid to like do it and then they're probably going to be at i mean once again this is all speculation but sport esports washing is real um and i think we're gonna see lots and lots of stuff come up about that in the uh coming weeks so maybe rocket league is just hot right now aiden (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's it's just weird like that your your org has nine employees but you're like still signing rosters like something there doesn't make sense right Mm -hmm. but so do you think they're gonna remain in org like afterwards or do you think it's like 
just I mean, the tournament. <laughs> when they left uh, NA, uh, LCS, Reggie said that they're going to join another major region. <laughs> yeah, it's for and, sure uh, going to happen. I mean, if they do at this point, it's going to be purely another org buying their the rights to their brand, right? Because mm-hmm. TSM is still a bigger brand than other some other orgs, right? So maybe a team in the LPL will buy a TSM as a a brand name, right? And then instead of being what was the team that you said that Dom was watching, Ultra um, Prime. I instead think. of being Ultra Prime, it's TSM Ultra Prime, right? Mm, uh, that's fair, LPL. yeah. That's I think that's the only way that we actually see like meaning they don't manage it, they don't like pay attention yeah. to the roster, they, they don't GM the it. Ultra Prime owns it, but they have they have TSM's name. That that's mm-hmm. what I would see if they actually are going to be a League of Legends. Or Reggie is just fucking lying. Uh, that's also probably that, <laughs> possible. That one, huh? Possible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe that one. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, all right. Do we want to do some more fun stuff then? In let's uh, do some fun stuff. Then we'll go to biweekly after. Let's do okay. boring stuff. Did you have a? You have anything you wanted to, to do, Aiden? Before we we do mine. I think we do yours. Then we'll go into, go into biweekly after. Okay, that sounds good. that sounds great. All right. We're gonna do a little a little sporkle, okay? Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we are going to uh, name League of Legends champions by their Q ability. So I'm gonna tell you what the Q ability is, right? And and you're gonna tell me what the what champion has that. Um, I think the way that it's gonna work is it's gonna be <laughs> Chris versus Aiden and Colton. But Chris, you'll have first dibs on every answer. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> sure. Uh, and if it, I mean, if it doesn't work that well, then we'll just <laughs> we'll <laughs> cut it. We'll just cut it we'll from the show. Uh, individual. We'll we'll have um, individual scores. Wait. So so is it like first to a, a point value or no? Just every character. Yeah. Every character. Okay. All one hundred sixty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be quick. GG. GG. It'll be quick, unless it sucks, in which case I'll just cut it off. Uh, okay, Chris, I'll, I'll give you a little, uh, a little curveball, not curveball, uh, uh, easy one right down the middle. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Pr- prowling projectile. Prowling. And these are all Q abilities you yes. said? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, prowling projectile. <laughs> uh-huh. It, this, yeah, is yeah. A, this isn't literally spear, is it? No. Is that your guess? <laughs> yeah, that's my guess. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> no, it's not. Wait, no, no, it's Pike. Wait. No, wait. Okay, Pike. no, that's all I got. That's all so, I got. Uh, Aiden, I think you and I are on the same page. This is Yumi Q, right? Yeah, this is Yumi. Yeah. Yeah. One point for Team League Cast. I would have never, <laughs> ever guessed that. It's okay. That that was an easy one. So mm-hmm. this one will be easier. I mean, a hard one. Uh, uh, Dark Binding. <laughs> oh, oh, very clearly uh, Kale. I mean, Morgana. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Okay, okay, okay. Wow, one to one. Siphoning Strike. Uh, that's Nasus. Mm hmm. Damn, we're getting fucked, Colton. <laughs> yeah, it's I, the I, first I, one was I, rough. I thought that one was going to be easy. Uh, sorry, uh, disintegrate. This one's oh. a little tough. Oh, uh, is it br- brand? It is not brand. Uh, that's yep. I think. Now, do Aiden and I share one? We, guess? We yeah, can, you we, share. We can, you share we can one. Guess. Work together. Like, so what were you thinking? I was thinking Velkaz. I was thinking Velkaz also. That's what your answer? Yeah. Yes. It is Annie. Ooh. Oh, what? we all suck. Disintegrate. <laughs> <laughs> True, it is disintegrate. Uh, right, because she if she kills with it, then she gets mana back, right? That's huh? the idea there. I I mean it was called disintegrate before they added <laughs> yeah. Oh well I'm trying to give them more credit. In the future they would eventually do yeah. that. Yeah. They couldn't I just say fireball. I, I guess. think it's just because like 
hot fire disintegrate stuff sometimes. You know what? You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, transfusion. <laughs> That's Vladimir. Okay. Root collar. Root collar. Root collar. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I'll guess because why not? Is Zyra? Is not Zyra. Okay. There's only three tree characters. Yeah, is it, is it Ivor right. or is it Maokai? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Maokai Q is like Bramble Smash. Yeah. So it's probably Ivern, right? I'm pretty sure it's Ivern. We'll go Ivern. It is Ivern. Logic uh, wins the, the score day. Is three and, then, and then Nick, Nick, question: Bramble Smash. <laughs> so, so the, pro- the the only problem with this setup is that in a situation like that, because I'm going to guess, there's no way I'm not going to guess, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It does take one out of the pool, so it gives him that benefit. That's true. Yeah, yeah. But if you were just if you just knew them, you would have 20 points right now, and we'd have zero. That's true. And yeah. You know what? It's been working out. <laughs> okay, we're we're not going to do all of them because this would take forever. But um, we can go with first five or something. I think it's fair. Sure, we'll do first to ten because Chris is already at three. Oh yeah, uh, bouncing grenade. Uh, that is Ziggs. <laughs> it's not Ziggs. It's, oh no, I know, I know what it Jen. is now. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, shoot. It is <laughs> yeah, Ziggs is it's a bomb. That's right. That's fair enough. Totally different. Yeah, fair bouncing enough, guys. Floating circular thing. Uh, I don't think either of you are gonna... Mistral Bolt. Karma. Incorrect. Mistral? Mistral Bolt. Is that kind of be a new character, right? How do you spell Mistral? Uh, M-I-S-T-R-A-L. Oh. I, I don't know. Off that one. I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Colton, say character. Viego. Oh, that was close. Gwen? Vex. 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 I, I knew it was like a shadowy something character, and I was like, I, I was stuck on Viego and Gwen. All right, it's three to three. Chris, Avengerang. Avengerang. That is Akshan. Akshan. Uh, Ultra Mega Fire Kick. <laughs> <laughs> Ultra Mega Fire Kick. Uh-huh. Whose Q is Ultra Mega Fire Kick? He didn't make this up. That's the craziest. No, I, I believe yeah. it. The funny thing? I do. What? What's the funny thing? Please. Oh, I, got, I got to wait because I might. It might oh, no. How I was hoping for some more. did just make something up like that. <laughs> I would believe it. I'd believe it. Um, I honestly have no clue. I have a few guesses, but I know they're wrong because I know that those Qs aren't called that. Like, Lee Sin <laughs> comes to mind, but it's not him. Um. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna kind of let that one go. I don't know. Okay, it's Milio. Mm-hmm. It is Milio. I, oh. I was gonna say the funny thing is that there's like also in the game is Super Mega Death Rocket, mm-hmm. but it's like mm-hmm. so much less cringe when you hear that from Jinx versus Milio calling his yeah. Super Mega. <laughs> sure, <Okay>. sure. <laughs> uh, okay, next one is called Mortal Steel. Is that S T? E E L or S T E A L. Can I get the origin? <laughs> yeah. Uh, origin um, RuneScape. I'm about to make a steel plate body. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, it didn't help me at all, man. Uh is that is that oh shoot, what's his name? The guy who's not Yasuo. Um Yone, is it his yes, Q? It is Yone. It is yeah! his Q. Woo! 
It is. <laughs> not Yasuo. Not Yasuo. I for the record, I would have given you not Yasuo. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. I'm, I'm kind of skipping through them. Hey, can we uh, can we get a that. score check? Where are we at right now? Oh, yeah, Chris, five. You? Everyone else, three. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Okay. Let's do uh, Chain Lash. Silas. Oh, my God. Okay. Silas. I really got that. Noise. <laughs> Damn. Uh, taste Their Fear. Uh, the, is it is it a uh, fiddlesticks? Incorrect. Shoot, Well, you got it right. I don't. Kazix. <laughs> it is Kazix. Oh, he says that, doesn't he? That's, I think so. I don't know. Yeah. I find it funny that the ones I know the least are characters I play. <laughs> <laughs> right, because I, I haven't read their ability name in like eight years. You've rewired your brain to just like uh, this, this ability at this this cue does the thing. No, yeah. A name doesn't exist, right, yeah. in your brain. Yeah, I had so to replace funny. that with like how much damage it does in the cooldown. There you go. <laughs> uh, oh, I just had one and I I lost it. Um. Are we'll you doing do, this by memory? Uh, what are you doing? Hook? No, I'm looking at a giant list. Okay. And we're skipping around, so I don't want to. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. We'll mega do, fire um, kick. We'll, oh, switcheroo. That was it. Switcheroo. Uh, is, this, is this Nico? No. Jinx. It's, yeah. It is Jinx. Oh, because she switches between her. Oh, dang. Yeah. Between her guns? What are their names? Uh, I know Lock. one is fish bones. I don't know what Ooh. the other one is. The Gatling gun. Pow, 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 pow. Mm-hmm. Don't you remember from the hit song? Get jinxed when she says, let's see what pow, pow thinks. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jinx from arcane. You know that character? Oh yeah. I've seen Arc. Wait, that's league of legends. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, all right. We're going to do head rush. head rush uh you know i don't know um it's not alistar because that's headbutt uh it's also his w yeah <laughs> hmm <laughs> i'll pass i have no idea oh wait no i think oh. i might is this um briar oh it is briar i was Yay! gonna say briar i don't think i've gotten that one I'll, I'll concede that sorry thank you <laughs> all right uh, we'll do Shattering Strike. Jarvin? No. This is Lee-Kath. Rel. This is Rel. Oh. Jarvin's, you silly Billy, it's Dragon Strike. Oh, this you're right. How could I have... You're so dumb. I'm a moron. God. <laughs> All right. Seven to six, Chris. Uh, subject Disaster. Oh. Uh, I have no clue. Zero clue. Do you want to name any champion in the game? Uh, uh yeah, sure. Uh, Victor. Mm, that's a bad guess. Yeah. It's way. It's yeah, way. it's gotta be way, right? Yeah. Seven to seven. Ooh. Oh. The guess pulling away with indeed. it. And he's gonna come out with some fucking easy ones. He's gonna say <laughs> rocket grab. <laughs> uh. I'm trying to find ones that are that are not like that easy. Because if I said like tentacle smash, like that's pretty easy, right? Yeah, Timo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rampage. How about that? Rampage. Rampage. That's a great one that I don't know the answer to. Um, uh, is it? 
is it nars q after he's transformed Ooh, incorrect <laughs> i was you. also thinking that chris <laughs> okay good thank you for the validation yeah. <laughs> man i'm not sure Aiden, do you know this one no i, I thought it was a uh, nar <laughs> yeah I, i'm thinking it's it's definitely not clay um <laughs> okay only 165 <laughs> give me give me a go let me go through every ca- name yeah, every yeah. character real quick for it's me. not ash it's not akshan it's not Atrox, Annie. ari anivia yeah. <laughs> i think we can pass on this one colton yeah pass <laughs> Ooh, uh it is hecarim oh whatever sure. <laughs> okay no his is his is spin yeah 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 baton twirl all right exactly. knuckles down Knuckles oh, knuckle down. down. I'm sorry. Singular. Knuckle, knuckle. knuckle down. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. is this Nar? That is not Nar. Okay, this I don't set. know. This is set. Oh, he's the punchy guy. That's right. Actually, this is <laughs> from this is Knuckles from the Sonic universe. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Knuckles the kid. Now let's go. Noxious blast. Uh, that one is Cassiopeia. That one is Cassiopeia. Well eight, done. Eight. Eight, to eight. Obliterate. Uh, this is Mordekaiser. <laughs> oh, it is, <laughs> it is Mordekaiser. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Wildling Claw. Uh, Wildling Claw. Wait, I'm sorry. Wilding Claw. Oh. <laughs> Wilding Claw. I feel it, like it should be Wildling. By the way, so that's okay. um. Is this Nico? It is not Nico. Okay. Colton, is it new Udir? I don't know. Oh fuck! It could is be. it? Is he? Because that's the yeah. It's my new Udyr, only right? other thought is oh. that it's cat form Nidalee Q, but I don't think that it's that. Isn't that? Taken? I think it's Udir. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is Udir. Yeah, I think it's Udyr. Which I feel like it should be Wildling Claw, not Wilding. Yeah, I think uh, it's kind no. Of- it's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> it's Tiger. <laughs> tiger. Tiger. Yeah. Bear. Tiger turtle. Bird. <laughs> Okay, this is it. Whoever gets this one right will win. Hate Spike. Oh, that's uh, Evelyn. Oh, it what? is Evelyn. Woo! Yo, Easy. winner. Wow, that was a lot yes. closer than it had any business being. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate you guys kind of uh, like phoning it in towards the end, Chris, to. Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I threw. Like, yeah, yeah, 100%. Content. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> hey, that Good was game, it. Nick. Yeah. That was fun. Next, cool. on, on next week's shows, we do W abilities. <laughs> How funny would that be, though? <laughs> that actually would be like so much harder than Q. I think we've got I, four so weeks I, of content. My first idea was like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to do E because I feel like no one knows E abilities. Uh huh. Um, but then I thought maybe that's too hard, so I did Q instead, and maybe that was too easy. Cool. Um, want to do Vi Weekly really quick? And we'll yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. Uh, we have two vibe weekly things. One su- suggested from our Patreon. One is just uh, something I want to quickly talk about. I don't want to go too in-depth on the first one. Uh, first one is about Vanguard. So uh, we talked about it in last week's show that this patch, they're configuring your machine to be ready for Vanguard. Vanguard is the uh, kernel-level anti-cheat that's used in Valorant. Um, after patch 14.3, you will be required to have Vanguard to play League of Legends. Um most people kind of understand what that is. Uh, I'm not going to fully go into what Vanguard is. Uh, that being said, I do think that it is worthwhile mentioning that you should be aware of what Vanguard is and you should be aware of, uh, in general, what companies are 
collecting about you data wise um i would recommend that people go and watch a video by richard lewis richard lewis is probably one of the better esports journalists out there he it's, it's not a full journalist piece it's just a, like kind of a rant video from his youtube channel um yeah sorry i had it pulled up i actually closed it when we were getting ready to record um but let me pull it up uh just so i have the title of it um uh it is called um, uh, Riot's Vanguard Harvests More Data Than You Think. Uh, it's a 43-minute video, a little bit of rambling in it, um, but the general point is that he goes through uh, what they collect in general, what Vanguard collects, and he also goes through some uh, privacy laws of... Uh, uh, the US and Tencent and what that means. Uh, we don't need to go into it any further because I think it very, very quickly di delves into a political discussion of what companies should be allowed to collect and what countries should be allowed to collect. Mm -hmm. That being said, I think it's good for consumers in general to understand what information they are giving up and mm -hmm. what programs like this are collecting um yeah. I, everyone has their own lines uh for example when Val when valorant implemented voice chat um and a couple months later implemented the ability to um issue reports and bans based on previously collected voice data that's when i decided personally for myself that i didn't want to use voice chat in riot games because i don't think it's good for a company to collect and store voice data from their game uh it's a lot of data purely just to um use for issuing bands that, that's where mm -hmm. i drew my own personal line um so if like voice chat came to league of legends i probably wouldn't opt in because i'm assuming it'd be the same thing uh that being said please educate yourself please decide what's right for yourself um i just think it's worthwhile for us mentioning that this will be a thing coming next patch um it doesn't mean that riot hasn't already been collecting data this is completely different kernel level uh anti-sheet will just collect a little bit more data about your machine and the software you use. Uh, but either way, just educate yourself. If you want, go watch the Richard Lewis video. Once again, it's called uh, Riot's Vanguard collects more data than, or harvests more data than you think. Uh, yeah. Please do your own research. I, I think uh, we we are all, as uh, citizens of a modern society, you know, we sign a lot of terms and conditions that we never read yeah. uh, and accept a lot of monitoring and data collection and, and give a lot of access to the products and services we use. Uh, it is good to be informed about that. And when journalists take the time to dig through those things and sum them up, it's helpful, good to know. And again, once you are a little bit more informed, you can make your choice as to whether you want to give that access and, and you know give that information to these companies that are collecting. Yeah, cool. Cool. And then our next Patreon top, or so uh, every week or every other week on the podcast, we select a topic suggested from our $1 patron in our patron channel on our Discord. If you want to submit a topic, you go to uh, discord.gg slash leadcast, go to our patron channel, and we have a thread there where you can suggest topics. This is kind of like an area where we can have longer form discussions uh, about stuff rather than just like a quick email response. Uh, this week's question was suggested uh, by Oklahoman, and it was about how to identify when a team fight's good. Uh, uh, and you've mentioned stuff like, uh, what should I know about like champion knowledge, summoner tracking, vision? How, how do all these things work together to determine if a team fight is good? He he kind of went into like a a post describing like I watch like higher yellow yellow players play the game, and they just like call fights that like I think would be a lost fight, but like they they take it and it's a good fight, and I, I don't understand how they can determine stuff like that. And this is by the way is coming from a D three player. He's like pretty good at the game, mm -hmm. <laughs> but he still like fails to. Um, fully understand when a fight is good just by looking at it. And I think it's a hard thing to learn. That is yeah, really hard. Very, like, 
nuanced topic because a lot of what could happen doesn't always happen, right? Like, I think that that's like a good disclaimer to start is that a fight may look really good and be really good and then end up going really bad just because of like execution issues, right? Where like, I I think a a great example is like maybe a, a team fight that has an angle to start off with like a, let's say like Alistar WQ, but instead of WQing like the AD carry, they W the AD carry back into safety and then Q nothing. And then now your, your support is dead, right? Like that quick caveat that like execution also matters. Yeah. Um, so what are, you know, some things you guys look for to determine, is this a good team fight? Yeah. I think as someone who like tends to um, play more engaged champs than the average person, um, I think like knowing when you have the ability to like to actually start something is important. Um, and one of the best indicators of if a team fight is going to be good, I, I think going off of what you said, Colton, um, knowing that um, you have the ability to, you know, QW the AD carry is uh, a really important aspect to that. Um, but knowing that they like don't have flash or they don't have a way to counteract that. Um, if you're playing like Alistair into Ezreal or Tristana, they're going to be a lot more difficult to lock up with your ability um, versus, you know, something like Jinx, right. Where that's like su- a super reliable engage. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I, I think being on the lookout for key abilities being used, if you see like an Ezreal E forward, or E into a you know a, a bad spot that should kind of flip the switch for everyone on the team you know like oh we like we should go right now yeah and that's also a really good point that like that you know that balance of is this a good fight to take can turn instantly when the character just uses one ability yeah um Chris what do you what are you looking for when you're trying to evaluate a team fight. Uh, okay, so I'm definitely coming at this from a different perspective than y'all because uh, the highest I've ever placed is like gold three, and that was back in like season three. Um, but uh, what I was trying to think of here is what what I could offer a value. And I think what I could offer a value is how I try to minimize mistakes while not having a knowledge base as vast as somebody who's much more experienced than me. And what I've found playing AD carry and support in normals and in ranked is uh, first of all, staying alive is really important because there's no team fight if you're dead. Uh, so try your best to not get caught. And that comes with a bunch of things we've already talked about, vision and champion knowledge. If they still have their alt and you're up, you're way too forward in your lane and you get caught, that's your fault. And if there's a gank, then that's a, a 3v2 instead of the 3v3 that it could have been mm-hmm. otherwise, right? But as a support player, which I play most of um, in games that I'm taking more seriously, it's... Um, it's drowning other people in opportunity because I think it also matters the sort of setting that you're playing. And if you're in a team of five where you're you're communicating with people, identifying team fights is a lot easier because you have people right away being like, hey, let's go. And somebody say, no, wait, or my R is down, like things that you might not know um, or your, your opinion might average out correctly. But if you're in a solo queue scenario and you don't know the skill levels or knowledge base that the players are playing with, providing opportunity to other people to make decisions and being available to back them up is how you can sort of normalize the trajectory of, uh, of good team fights, uh, positively for you and your teammates. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think it's great. Um, one thing that I think that I, I just wanted to add, I think everything you guys have mentioned has been great, um, is fighting uh, is less so identifying good identifying good team fights, but identifying when stages like in stages of the game when team fights are going to be bad uh the most obvious example is like say like the enemy team has a cassidan or a kale right mm -hmm. do we fight when they're level 15 or do we fight when they're level 16 obviously it's way more strategic or adv advantageous to fight when they're 15 right so maybe it's not a good team fight then but it, it's going to be a better team fight than you're going to get in the, the later stage yeah. of the game right and i think this goes down to the the most minute level of understanding characters build paths um like for example oh their enemy mid laner sitting on two needlessly large rods meaning within a thousand gold they're going to get uh death cap right which increases their damage by however much right so understanding they need a thousand gold and paying attention to minion waves they're getting understanding the amount of time that you have to find a good team fight like can give you advantageous positions right it's less so looking for a good team fight but more understanding at this point, there will only be bad team fights or way less opportunities for good team fights. That's something I think is very a very hard skill to learn. Um, even at like the early stages of the game, like it's less about team fights, but like keeping someone in lane because you know that they have gold to go back and get their item is something that you can abuse so easily, like up to like diamond, like maybe even higher. <laughs> like like uh, yeah. you're against a mid laner who wants to go lost chapter back because then they have infinite mana for lane. You know, at thirteen hundred gold, they're gonna back and get their lost chapter. So as soon as they have thirteen hundred gold you can pay attention to when you have 1300 gold assuming your csa equally and then you keep them in lane for as long as you can just draining out their mana and then eventually making them take a really bad back uh it's like yeah. stuff like that's very very important to the game and i don't think it's discussed almost at all or maybe you're not even thought about by most players uh -huh. it's like hard <laughs> yeah um so i want to like approach this like top down um because there are some very easy indicators to like do, is this a good team fight right so like first question numbers right yeah <laughs> do, we, do we have more people than them it's probably dude a good potential fight. dude um, potentially or... yeah <laughs> do you remember uh, that story video called yeah no. it's an unlisted video from riot the riot games you channel because obviously the joke is it's dp uh, which is another acronym uh but they have a video <laughs> from like 2011 where it's like uh how do you identify like if you're gonna ganked well what's the dp and the dp is number of dudes on the map minus or f number five minus the number of dudes on the map right is dp3 uh <laughs> dude, i can find it i bet it's just unlisted it's a funny video yeah. <laughs> who, who is voicing this is this freak I think it might have it's been. either freak or it's someone from like the dev team from back then it, it's Wild. so funny man oh my gosh that's um, hilarious yeah sorry like that's that's a quick indicator um you know gold and item breakpoints like Aiden was talking about those that's another quick one right where you know I, I think Aiden you went on like the opposite side of it where it's like take a team fight before they finish like a crucial item or before they hit a certain breakpoint um, right like you can also do that on your team to say like oh our AD carry just finished their second full item while the opponent AD carries on one and a half items right like that's a good spike to look for um, you know there's a whole other conversation to be had about whether a team fight is necessary, um, right? Because even if it might be a good fight, it even right like maybe it's a sixty-five thirty-five fight, you're probably going to win it. But taking it is just entirely unnecessary, and maybe there's a better option. That sometimes is the case. Um, outside of that, you know where people are positioned again, you know, tracking cooldowns of ability, crucial abilities, summoner spells, you know, I think I look at this at a pretty similar angle to Nick because I play typically 
engage junglers or engage supports, um, right? So the, the most important thing that I am looking for is how can I get an angle into this fight to CC the most people possible or the most crucial like person on the enemy team, right? I'm looking for a flash WR angle as well. I'm looking to position for a, a big ultimate on Renata. I'm looking for how can I EQ into the fight as Jarvan. Um, and, you know, that's probably a lot of times not as nuanced as it needs to be because I'm not as much considering, like, will my allies be able to follow up on this? That's something I often end up uh, doing is like, sick, I got like a four-man WR as well, but also my team really wasn't able to do very much with it. Um, so, I mean, tons and tons of factors to think about, look out for, uh, a very, you know, long-term learning kind of thing, but hopefully that conversation helped. Cool. Awesome. Um, was there anything else that we needed to discuss? No, it's great. That? If you guys want to submit uh, patron questions, uh, as long as you're a $1 patron, you can go to our patron lounge and uh, post in the thread. Oh, yeah. Hopefully that helps. Thank oh, you wait, one other thing. Um, oh. Don't take a team fight if there's a trundle already hitting your inhibitor, because then you just lose the game. <laughs> that's a bad team fight that's you know what fair enough cool Great. um let's move into roundtable awesome also they fully removed the dude potential thing it's not even on the list anymore it's private which probably is <laughs> for mm. good reason <laughs> that's hilarious but it's still like you can still see like it, it was published in 2011 i, I see from like uh Wayback machine but it's <laughs> <That's laughs> awesome um, cool. Last week's roundtable question was, uh, we're all a little toxic. Tell us a particularly funny time that you were reported or received a warning for something you said in league. Chris, do you have a time that you were reported? You don't seem like a toxic person at all, Chris, to be honest. No, uh, I just I just uh, scream at you guys in voice chat. I don't waste my time <laughs> typing it in to get reported. Uh, you know, y'all can report me in Discord if you want. Uh, but. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I got a couple but of responses. No. I mean, they they probably store logs of all of our conversations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Somebody in your channel has clipping enabled. Oh, no. <laughs> they probably do it even if we have it disabled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got a couple of responses from our Discord. Uh, lots there. Uh, one from Sude says, I got a three-day chat ban after typing nothing but Kled voice lines into chat. I was, in <laughs> fact, also playing Kled back. <laughs> I, I think there's something to be said about, like, if you spam the chat, you also, like, yeah, yeah. will be chat banned at a higher rate. Definitely. Which sucks, uh, but yeah, does yeah it? for sure. No, probably um, not. <laughs> no, it doesn't suck. I don't think so either. <laughs> One from uh, Chonky Monkey says the only time I ever got a warning was when I was in a uh, in a game with zero and zero impact bottom lane. I said something like of the effect of if our uh, if only our bottom lane was not uh, playing around with their dicks, my friends and I got a good <laughs> chuckle when I told them about the ward. <laughs> That's, That's pretty funny. funny. Uh, we got one from Pards Bay. He says I was on a Smurf and called my Ziggs an idiot because he said Ezreal was playing. Has, sorry, Ezreal has better wave clear than Ziggs. <laughs> I love being recorded for them. That's so funny. And then my favorite of all is from uh, Ivy, uh, and they posted a screenshot of a, a, a chat log that they got uh, a warning for. It says. Damn, Draven, those are some nice thighs. Great work, Lucian. Support difference. Easy. Yawn. And they got a chat uh, chat warning for it. <laughs> Obviously, I'm assuming... Uh, sorry, Shark responded. He said, you sexually harassed Draven. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. It's funny. I understand why the filter's in there, but uh, it's a good yeah. one. You don't um, say easy. 
Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, this week's roundtable question is from Casey Stranger. They said, uh, "Think of your earliest memory from a game of league. Sorry, from a game of league. Uh, what happened to make that game memorable?" I think for me, it was just like, like figuring out that there were like so many champions in the game, mm-hmm. and the overwhelming like, oh, like this is going to be my game for a really fucking long time. Like just having that like vibe, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think I have mine. Um, so I started playing in 2010. Um, and I remember as early as 2011, uh, Trevor, my cousin came over for like a week, um, mm-hmm. in like the summer when, cause in 2010, I was 14. So if he was, we were 15, I was 15, uh, and he came over for like a week summer vacation or whatever. Um, and we made Smurf accounts. We're smurfing in 2011 League of Legends. Oh, yeah. Our Smurf accounts were, uh, potato smasher and tomato masher um, <laughs> <laughs> and we so only big. played 3v3 and we just shit on people for like a week straight of like sub level 30 3v3 games. that's fun <laughs> so good yeah it's great um i mean like probably one of my earliest memories of league of legends like i the earliest was definitely like watching my older brother play twisted fate as like that was one of the characters he leveled with Mm-hmm. Um, and he picked up the game probably like maybe four months before I did. Um, but like of my own gameplay, it was probably um, like at some point realizing that you like used to be able to stack flat spell pen a lot mm-hmm. more easily um, and cool, being then. like and having the idea like I can hundred to zero somebody with new new ult and then like actually being able to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. Like, man, I'm cooking now. I I figured this game out. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Chris? Uh, I've got a bunch. Um, but I, I like the, my earliest memories are not my most memorable, you know? Um, mm. Like, my, my earliest memory is buying it off of a shelf in Best Buy when it was still <laughs> yeah. in beta. Um, but <laughs> like, if, this game is going to be sick. Uh, yeah, Can you explain honestly. why you grabbed that? Like, what what compelled you to buy this game off of a shelf in Best Buy? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no problem. That's a great question. Uh, so I was really big into Dota, uh, mm-hmm. the Warcraft Ooh. three uh, custom game mode, obviously. And then uh, there was rumblings on the internet that there was going to be a Dota two and a and a League of Legends when those teams started getting themselves together. Um, and I was following it because I was a, a real, real big Dota nerd. And uh, so I saw League of Legends on a shelf. I didn't realize what the model was at the time. I'm just like, I'm going to get this because I've been hearing about this. And of course, I'm going to love it. Come to find out the game is free. Uh, <laughs> but I got a bunch of skins and stuff. Uh, and in a LAN party with a bunch of our friends, I I had them all pass around the disc to install it. And somebody <laughs> like third third in line was like, I can just download this online. I'm like, what are you talking about? That's hilarious. <laughs> That's That's so Do you funny. remember the old installer where it's like casted and kind of like just raising his arm? yeah (laughs) yeah oh my gosh yeah yeah well i guess that qualifies yeah that's that's the earliest memory yeah that's sick uh if you guys want to let us know what uh one of your earliest memories in league of legends uh is uh and what makes it memorable you can hiss up on our discord uh it's in our roundtable section that's discord uh discord.gg slash leaguecast or you can send us an email mail at leaguecastpodcast.com just a quick aside one of my earliest memories with chris uh and i think Aiden, you may have been there. Soraka Jungle. Played Soraka Jungle. <laughs> we have a video on our YouTube channel. Yeah, there's channel a video on that. <laughs> yeah. It was a great time. How'd that go? 
I popped the fuck off. It was bananas, bro. Oh my god. It was, it was back like a long time ago when you could just like just mash Q. Oh yeah, when her star call just hit everything on the screen. Yeah, yeah, and reduced magic shred as well. So there was like that that time where she was played in the LCS because like she just has infinite wave clear, and also you can't trade against her because she could heal herself. Uh-huh. Um. So yeah, Thank God they the balanced Soraka, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was it was a good time. Cool. Let's move into mail fight. First email is from Pards. Haley has its Pards. Uh, after the recent layoffs and a lot of people, a lot of them being lore people, do we think the MMO is officially dead? Ghostcrawler was the head developer of the MMO, but left after some family tragedy. And now we uh, see not even a year later, a ton of lore related layoffs. I think an RPG story is pretty important. Do we think the MMO MMO is going to get canceled? How important is story to an MMO? Would you want to play an MMO set in Runeterra if the story is lackluster? Additionally, what is your experience with MMOs? Assuming everyone everything was hunky dory when it came out, do you think you would play the League MMO consistently? Thanks, Pards. Just that to give is... some insight, uh, Ghostcrawler obviously, uh, Dota and League of Legends dev. Oh wait, is, did Ghostcrawler work on Blizzard? Oh, like on he worked uh, wow? on WoW. He worked yeah, on WoW. So WoW and then League of Legends, not Dota. Um, that's uh, fuck the other guy. <laughs> Uh, either way uh yeah he was the head of the he was heading the league of legends mmo uh and then left during COVID, um citing family things but now it's pretty obvious that there's also just a lot of like in a large company there is lots of structure of how stuff has to go through and it very much seems like from his dev updates for his new studio that uh having being the head of your own studio you can do whatever the fuck you want um so I think that's probably where most of that comes from. Uh, I don't think it means the MMO is canceled. I don't think it means the MMO is going to be bad, the League of Legends one. I think it's just going to take fucking forever. Uh, the reality yeah. is, is he started his MMO later, and it's probably going to come out first. Uh, just if you're curious, by the way, his, his MMO, MMO is called Project Ghost. It looks pretty cool. Hmm. Um, it, I, would, I would recommend checking it out. But also, I, I, I honestly think the MMO for League of Legends will come out at some point. It's just going to, honestly, man, it's going to be fucking forever. <laughs> yeah, it's going to take a really long time. Um, what's our experience with MMOs? I know that Chris and I have played a lot of WoW. Oh yeah, um, I played a lot of, of an MMO recently. Uh, which MMO have you played? I play a lot of Maple Story. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> I don't <laughs> actually talk about Maple Story, so I play a shitload of Maple Story. Um, and it, it's. <laughs> It's Welcome to MapleCast. I, I I was talking to Colton about this, and I, I think it's interesting because like MapleStory is the only like so Korean MMOs are different than Western MMOs in the fact that like level cap isn't actually like level cap. Um like if you're gonna play WoW, you hit max level and then you start doing content. Whereas like in Korean MMOs, you're not expected to ever hit like max level. Like max level in MapleStory right now is 300. Um and that update came out six months ago and no one's 300. Um the <laughs> highest level player just hit 299 yesterday actually and the next person below him is like 295 or something um that's unbelievable just as like a heads up like so two uh you need 1.7 quadrillion xp uh to level from 190 sorry 299 to 300 um and the halfway point is uh 292 how um <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, it, and it's like it, it sounds fucked and it is fucked in some ways like there's lots of issues with like mmos like create mmos and stuff like that that being said you're never gated by content by level which is a really cool design right like you're not expected to hit max rank to do whatever like you can just do end game content at like 270 right uh and i think that's a very cool and unique thing that i like about korean mmos versus like western mmos so 
Um, how much XP per hour would you estimate? Like, I mean, you get way more the higher you are. But yeah. like, for example, he 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 hit two ninety nine yesterday, or like two days ago now, and he's expected he plays twenty hours a day. Oh my um, god! Yeah. He's trying he's trying to get worlds first, right? And yeah. He's gonna hit worlds first by like he's gonna get worlds first by like eight months. It's crazy. Uh, it's gonna take him eighty days of nonstop play to get oh to three hundred. My. God. Oh wow! So much. I, I told so you the halfway much. point's two ninety two, and there's only five players on his server that are above two ninety two, and he's two ninety nine. Yeah, that's crazy. That's nuts. Shout out to Nero. <laughs> yeah, wow. I uh, I probably have the least experience playing MMOs. I, I played WoW to like maybe level forty or so, like way way back, um, and then ended up dropping it. Not because I like didn't enjoy it, but because I was like playing on the the last dregs of a different person's subscription where they were like i have this for like three more months you can use it if you want mm. yeah um hell if if i had the money to continue that i, I probably would still be playing wow today um yes you would <laughs> i i when i latch on to a game you guys know this very well i latch on hard um yeah. and put in it and i've seen them out of time i think you know, I, I agree with Aiden. I think that the league MMO will probably still happen. It will probably still be good. If there's one thing we know about Riot is that they will just cancel things if they don't think they're going to be good and that they're going to work. Um, I, you know, think story, yeah, story is definitely important in RPGs and MMOs. Um, I think that it the story is probably going to be fine. Um, and, and I think probably equally important to story, right, is like setting um, and like actual game mechanics, right? Like for for an MMORPG to be good, you need to have satisfying game mechanics. You need to have locations that are entertaining to be in and fun to explore. You need to have creatures that are like you want to interact with. And you need a, a story that keeps you engaged and a reason to go to those places and to explore, right? Like all of those need to be well balanced, I think, for it to be an enjoyable experience. Yeah, yeah, I, Great. I, I definitely don't think it's canned. Um, I'm also not someone who like requires a good story to like appreciate an MMO. Like if the if the the gameplay is really good, like I'll play it. I a great example of this is Lost Ark. Uh, I mm -hmm. don't know what happened in that story at all because it just took too long, so I started skipping things. Um, but if, from a gameplay perspective, it's one of the most fun games I've I've played. Um, but it's it's you know another Korean MMO, so you spend a lot of time getting to the end game before you can do fun stuff. So that that's what caused me to uh, to drop it off. Yeah. Um, one more thing about the the Lee MMO is uh, I, I do understand the 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 people being scared and worried because Riot laid off eleven percent of their staff and being hey if they're laying off eleven percent of the staff why are they going to fund a thing that's probably not going to be out for five years? Mm -hmm. Um, I, I understand that concern. That being said, I do think that a large company like that probably looks at like League of Legends being at its peak and uh, League of Legends isn't growing much more. Like it's it's already hit its peak. It's not gonna surpass that anytime soon um and this is like an mmo is their next thing to keep them in mainstream like games uh so I, I think that's probably how you look at it as a company um even though it is just a shitload of money to be dumping into something that won't be out for i would say minimum five years uh, yeah i also think that like in general companies look at like 
a new revenue stream very differently from like maintaining or improving an existing revenue stream and are a lot more willing to dedicate resources to like build this new thing as opposed to like, oh, let's take something existing that is already profitable and try and make it more profitable. There's something to that. And I think that that's definitely worth mentioning here in this case is that when you look at somebody like Greg Street, who is not, he doesn't just implement stuff and make them fit and work. He's an ideation guy, like the buck starts there, right? Mm -hmm. And then he manages the team down. And it's important to remember that Riot already does a lot of that ideation in other places. And it's kind of redundant to some degree when you're looking at things like Arcane, which is set in a very rich environment that is confirmed canon, right? That has all this stuff. Arcane by itself could be a setting for an MMO. They're like, hey, you're, you are here. And then the other mm -hmm. parts of the lore that we know about will just be future content. And maybe the show will get there first and it'll flesh some of that out. And then the team that runs the MMO just has to adapt that content, which is very different than building from the ground up, right? Even if it's in an existing setting in a world, right? Um, yeah, so right? It's, like it's, you could you could do an MMO just in Piltover or Zon. You could. You could, honestly, right? right? Like, and it could be kind of, it could yeah. be an Alliance Horde setup where it is Piltover and Zonites. You know, like that, and it could be that binary system that works really, really well with MMOs um, because well, WoW made it work really well, right? And kind of was a trailblazer. But I, I play a lot of other MMOs. I've put like 500 hours into New World. I've put like 360 some odd hours into Final Fantasy 14, Guild Wars 2, even Guild Wars 1 and stuff like that. There are so many different ways to do this that I, I definitely don't think it is them scrapping it because they could run on literally anything. I really think it's this redundancy thing mm -hmm. that, that they're just, they're just trimming, they're trimming the fat in some regard. And it's a shame because Greg street is a magician. Yeah. <laughs> it's His very, thing very looks good. so cool, man. Like I yeah. really recommend checking it out. Like uh, I know people are like a little worried about procedural generation, but like the whole mm -hmm. idea of the new MMO is like, there's a shared, not a shared, there's a PV, uh, PVE per procedurally generated world where you like farm up and get all your stuff. And then there's a handcrafted PVP side of it. It's like, that's, that's really a cool, cool idea for an MMO. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. there, yeah. There are a million ways to do a good MMO. There's a bunch yep. out there. Yeah. And yeah, I really think this is just a resource thing. Yeah. Yep. He seems happy too. So that's cool. But yeah, if it awesome. came out, I would devour this MMO. I love the league, <laughs> the league lore. It's wonderful. They do a great job. So you would not be the only, uh, the only person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. And thanks, Martin. Final email for the show. We've got uh, from Big Mike. Hey, League Cast crew. I recently got flamed in a game by the enemy AD carry who thought it was unbalanced that I could hundred zero them as Horn with the triple brittle combo. I do agree with them that tanks like Horn, Scion, and Amumu do too much damage. I wanted to ask you, if Riot were to drastically tone down damage on tanks, what would you like to see them compensate with? Hope you're enjoying the new season. Big Mike. I am going to take a controversial stance and say that I think tank damage is 100% fine mm -hmm. um, because you should just be building some resistances. I think we've moved... To, away from like you have to build pure damages they need to carry because then you do get one shot but if you i mean we've seen like tank varus like tank twitch a little bit tank Ogma, like build like either play these characters who can build these items or spec into something that makes tanks unable to kill you because they don't build damage 
I mean, I, I think most people who complain about like tank damage just haven't played like enough years of League of Legends. That's not to like gatekeep it either. Like I, I just think like we've seen years where tanks don't do damage and that's way worse for the game than years where tanks do damage like just them just being these unkillable zero damage things are it's just the worst fucking gameplay i've ever seen (laughs) i mean like the the good thing about tanks is that a lot of their damage is very avoidable right like that's the Mm -hmm. the things they just kind of slowly walk at you and hit you like to get triple orn combo he has to hit a pillar behind you like i don't know people just don't respect stuff like that to dynamundo at all you have to get hit with a a cleaver that shouldn't hit you yeah mm-hmm. i would have I expected also, nothing less from the kench main by the way yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I would also say like a lot of tanks have damage that's more like right base value and, and a lot of like max health or current health damage to allow tanks to interact with each other without like being super overloaded against squishies um and yeah it's just like if you take that away you end up with either like unkillable monsters or like super boring top lane matchups where it's like a Maokai spamming Q against his lane opponent until he runs out of mana, but they're both still 60% health. Yeah. Right. Like, and that's not fun. Um, You know, I, there's a world where they could like have tanks do less damage, be a little tankier and have like more CC, but people again would probably complain more about that right like if if maokai w went back to being like a two second route people would cry mm-hmm. yeah I, I just see so many like once again i i, I hate ad carry players i always have um <laughs> unapologetically either uh yeah like, I, like it, it's, right, it's, they're, I think they're, they're maybe they think about the game less in depth a lot of the time i think the rule is just too hard <laughs> for most players is like the reality um it's fucking hard. It's a hard role to play, and yeah. I think that's why most people complain about it. It's a lot of um, pressure on that role. But fuck, man, you just like you build the right items, and you just do so much better. Like, there's a tank in the game, so you build tank busting items. Hey, there's a mage in the game, so you build MR items. Like, dude, it's it's not fucking rocket science. <laughs> like, we fucking played Clash this weekend, and I I had a game, dude. Those people had a fucking vendetta on me. Like that third game, um. And guess what? I just built health items. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, oh, I, I figured it out. <laughs> like, it's so fuck. I, I don't know. I hate to carry. By the way, Aiden, you and me, best bot lane yeah. NA. Just saying. It's a lot of fun, yeah. 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 <laughs> nice. Thank you, Big Mike. Uh, thank you for listening to the show. Chris, do you want to plug anything? Oh, yeah. If you like Pokemon, uh, especially Pokemon Go, go listen to GoCast. Uh, that's pretty much it. Love being here. Love you guys. League of Legends is fun again. Did you hear? It's always been fun. (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) Maybe maybe my tastes have changed back. Who knows? True. Your taste buds have reverted. That's right. Um, If you want to send us an email, it's been at leadcastpodcast.com. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash kingonourbluebasket and leadcastfrost. Visit our website, leadcastpodcast.com. Join our Discord server, discord.gg forward slash leadcast. Support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash leadcast. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.